0: Welcome to Rama for Today Radio.
1: It seems as as Moses was speaking, he was speaking of a time in the future. It seems that Moses' words had a longing to them for a different age, for a different time when God would have a different relationship with all of His people. For a new dimension when God was working not with just a few, but with all of his people.
0: Welcome to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Today you'll hear more from Ken Hagen on his teaching, Meant to Stir the World, on Rama for Today Radio. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Ken Hagen for today's message.
1: All, we realize that the spirit moves as he wills now look at this in numbers 11 26 and 29 but two men had remained in the camp the name of one was eladad and, and the name of the other was medad and the spirit rested upon them and they were among those listed but who had not gone out to the tabernacle yet they prophesied in the camp And a young man ran and told Moses that Enidad and Medad were prophesying in the camp. So Joshua, son of Nun, you know, Moses' assistant pastor, (laughs) answered and said, Moses, my Lord, forbid them or stop them, Moses. They're not supposed to be able, they're not supposed to do this. Now, why would he say stop them? because he understood that nobody had the Spirit of God upon them except Moses and those in which the Spirit of God had come upon. Okay? Then Moses said to him, Are you zealous for my sake? In other words, he's saying to them, Are you, are you jealous that these people are prophesying because of me? see that 's what an assistant's supposed to do he 's supposed to run interference, take care of the senior pastor and I got some of the best ones around sitting right over here and these guys i mean and then and then i 've got a lot of other that are not the assistant pastors, but there are people men of authority in this church, but they they're there to they 're zealous of me. They're there to protect me. That's what Joshua was doing. If you don't understand what he was doing, that's what he was doing. He was protecting his leader. Somebody was doing something that the leader's supposed to do. So he was protecting the leader. He said, wait a minute. This don't go. And then uh, Moses' reply was interesting. Let's go on reading. Oh, that all of Lord's people were prophets and the Lord would put his spirit upon them. You know, Moses' reply to Joshua's being so zealous for him. It seems as if Moses was speaking. He was speaking of a time in the future. It seems that Moses' words had a longing to them for a different age, for a different time, when God would have a different relationship with all of his people, for a new dimension, when God was working not with just a few, but with all of his people. I believe that Moses was looking down the annals of time into the future. And when the Spirit of God would rest upon all of God's people. And all of God's people could prophesy as the Spirit of God willed and moved upon them. See, we must understand that most of the time after after Moses and the children of Israel came out and and came out of Egypt and they built the, the tabernacle in the wilderness and then they got on over into the promised land. Now once they got over into the promised land, we find that the Holy Spirit primarily came only on three people. That's the prophet, the priest, and the king. The prophet, the priest, and the king. You will notice that the king even though he had the anointing upon him he was only anointed or had the Holy Spirit upon him to be the king the administrator of the people if you notice you read how many times does Saul go to uh, Samuel the prophet and inquire of him Huh? anybody ever read that David, it said David would go to the prophet and inquire of the prophet. Why do they do that? Because the prophet in that day and age, it was different than the prophet is of this day and age, and we'll talk about this later. They, they stood in a different office. The prophet of today does not stand in that particular office. The prophet of that day stood in the office of telling people what God's will was for their life. And in this day and age, we have God's will here as the written word of God. And we have the spirit of God in us to talk to us. We don't have to go ask anybody. Hello? But then they did. Now... The Spirit of God came upon these people for certain tasks to do the job that they were to do. Now, we can also begin to read in the Old Testament and see that the Spirit of God, and this goes right along with what Paul says there in Corinthians. It says, as the Spirit wills. As the Spirit wills. How many ever read that over there? Twelve chapter? First Corinthians, you see, we see as the Spirit will, he would come upon different people for different things. He'd come on Gideon, Samuel, Samson, to accomplish a job, a certain job. Here in the Old Testament, when the Spirit, the Holy Spirit or the Spirit of God would come upon them, it was to accomplish a certain job, a certain task. The Spirit came upon Gideon to accomplish the task of defeating the Mediates. The Spirit of God came upon Samson to judge Israel. Hello? And he messed up. But thank God. He knew how to get back and to reconnect. He reconnected. He got refreshed. He got refilled, grinding at the mill. And in his death, he did more to destroy God's enemies than he ever did in his life. See, the Spirit of God came upon them for a task, a job. But there was a better time coming. There was a better age coming. See, the prophet of old here in Jeremiah 31 says, But this is the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel after those days, saith the Lord. I will put my laws in their minds and write them in their hearts, and I will be their God, and they shall be my people. And if you want to read, the apostle Paul said the same thing in Hebrews 10th, the 10th chapter, start reading with about the 15th verse down there for about uh four or five verses there. He he restates the same thing. Here God is saying, Someday I'm gonna live in my people. See, they're prophesying. All my people will have the Spirit of God upon them. A great day is coming. Hallelujah. You know. We sing about, used to in our circles, we used to sing the song, there's a great day coming, talking about the day that Christ would come and take us out of here. But see, there they were talking about another great day that was coming. There was a great day coming. There was a new era coming for God's people. And it was in the New Testament that the Spirit of God began to live within God's people. In the New Testament, we see Jesus coming in the form of a man. In doing so, he made it possible for God to once again reconnect with him. He had created the man in the Garden of Eden. The devil had robbed God of his creation. And now God comes in the form of a man so that man can reconnect with God. Okay? A new day, a new era, a new time. Once again. God and man could commune with one another. Remember that God would come down and walk in the cool of the evening and commune or talk or have conversation or fellowship, however you want to say it, with his man, Adam. That was cut off. God no longer had fellowship with his man. But now There comes one. Jesus Christ of Nazareth. That would live and die and rise again from the dead. And ascend and sit down at the right hand of the Father. And at the end of his earthly ministry, Jesus spoke. Of the kingdom of God that would be coming after his death, burial, and resurrection. John 14, 16. And I will pray the Father and he will give you another helper. That's the new King James. The Greek word there is paraclete. There's seven different adjectives that can describe this word paraclete. Helper, intercessor stand by counselor and on it goes here in the new king james they just uh, said another helper that he may abide with you forever it goes on in verse 17 the spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive because it neither sees him or knows him but you know him, for he dwells with you and will be in you.
0: Hallelujah. You're listening to Rhema for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. If you'd like to find more life-changing resources, then visit rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Right now, I want to tell you about this month's special offer, You Can Be Successful Offer. In this offer, there is the book Create the World You Want to See by Ken Hagen and the three-CD set If I Can, You Can by Lynette Hagen. We're featuring one of the CDs in this 3D set. All this for the special price of $19.95. That's over $10 savings off the retail price. Call toll-free we always love to hear from our listeners. So write in or email us today and become a part of RAMA for today. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagen. Kindle the
1: Flame Women's Conference is coming up very quickly. You need to go ahead and register now to get the Early Bird Special. That is September the 24th through the 26th. My speakers, are, of course, myself, as well as our daughter, Denise Burns. Patsy Caminetti and Eric McCruchin. So you can register online at ramaorg slash KTF.
0: Tomorrow on Rama for Today, we'll continue Ken Hagen's life-changing series, Meant to Stir the World. That's next time on Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagen.